Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Kia ora and welcome to episode 93 of Business Your Way. Today on the podcast, I am answering a question that got submitted by one of our listeners. The question is, how do you manage work-life balance when you are trying to grow? This question. Managing work-life balance is the one question all business owners ask themselves at one point in time in our business journey. And it is usually when your business is past that startup phase. And that's probably because we all understand that when business is in the startup phase, we are working hard to secure new clients, to deliver an exceptional service, and to establish the beginnings of our business systems. There is this common understanding that during that startup phase, we are all in on our business. We are giving it everything that we've got and we've probably made some compromises in other areas of our business in order to bring our business plan to life. And during this startup phase, we have realized that delivering the service that we outlined in our business plan is a little bit different in all reality. Because our business plan, it laid out what we thought was possible, what we thought we wanted to do and how we wanted to go about it. Not until we actually get real clients into the business and we begin working with them, do we then actually realize what needs to change and adapt. So I think we can all be on the same page and say with great confidence that when a business is in startup phase, there is a lot of hard work that's got to go into it. But after your business has moved past the startup phase, it moves into what I kind of deem as the growth phase. And our businesses are always growing. I never admitted this at one point in my business journey, but I want to put a peg in that and, and say to you that our businesses are always growing, but they are growing at different speeds 
according to how we are managing our business and how quickly we want to grow to the ultimate size of what we have a vision for. Some of us are quite okay with owning a small business. We're okay with a multi six-figure business that is highly profitable, that allows us to live a full life. Some are happy with that business, that business model, that way of doing business. We want to grow till we get to that point. Other business owners, they have big dreams of becoming a million dollar business and a multi-million dollar business with world domination and they want to go big or go home. And there is nothing wrong with that either. It is deciding where it is that you want your business journey to take you and what are you in business for. Now that's a whole different conversation. So all I want to say here is that our businesses are always growing. And I wanted to reiterate that because I used to say, I'm not growing my business, I'm happy with where it's at. Because I used to hate the question, what are your growth plans? What's your strategy to grow your company? Like there was some expectation on me to be growing my business. But what I have since learned, and those were some years ago now, but what I've since learned is that your business is always growing. It's not necessarily growing into a multi-million dollar company with loads of staff and all of the things, responsibilities that come with a multi-million dollar company. But business is always growing and evolving financially your business should be always growing at the rate of inflation. So whilst you don't feel your business needs to grow into a multi-million dollar world domination state of being, your business needs to financially always be growing at least at the rate of inflation. But operationally, You'll also be evolving your business systems, your software, your area of expertise, your skills. You'll be growing that continuously in order to specialize in your area of expertise. And when we are more efficient and effective, we can create higher returns from our business. But I want to come back to the point that we are always growing as a business. So if you are like me, you might just need to relinquish or let go of that perception that your business has to grow into a certain thing. It needs to reach a certain income milestone or a certain staff level or a certain reach of clients in order to be successful. Actually, your business can be whatever it needs to be if it is providing you the means to live your life fully. And when we get to this question of how do you manage work-life balance as you are trying to grow, that usually comes back to, I think I'm working too hard, or no, I know I'm working too hard and I have compromised my personal life more than I want to. So today I'm going to approach this question with the knowledge that your business is always growing, which brings the question back to 
how do you manage work-life balance when your business demands so much of you? That's a slightly different question. And my simple answer is that from the get-go, you have to build a business that works for your life. Because if you're not building a business that works for your life, then you're simply creating a J-O-B for yourself called a business. And I can definitely relate to that one. That is, you know, I think I was there very early phases of my business. And if I'm honest, all business owners go through that phase. So if your business isn't set up to support how you want to do business, all the productivity hacks and all the time management systems in the world aren't going to get you to that elusive work-life balance. If you're at this point in your business where your business is like a small child and it is demanding so much of your time, then this episode is for you. We have to simplify your business so it works for you from the get-go. It's time to implement some constraints into your business so that it is streamlined and that it fits your life. So this episode isn't about all the productivity tools or the time management hacks or the systems. This episode is coming from that point of, is your business set up in a way that enables you to live your life fully. So if we want to be clear around the work-life balance, we have to start with being clear on our business model. And this requires you to evaluate the different business models and choose the one that aligns to your desired work-life balance. So you have to consider factors such as how much time is required Or how much time do you want to spend in your business? What's the scalability potential for the business model that you've chosen? What is the level of control you have over your schedule with the business model that you are looking at for your business? And you need to opt for a business model that allows you to organize your operations and your commitments in a way that accommodates your lifestyle preferences. So if you don't want to manage a big team, then have you chosen a business model that will work for you? So you don't want a big team, but you don't want to be the only one in the business, but you don't want to spend all of your hours working. So what is the business model that is going to fit the way that you want to live life? I think way too many of us default into a business model of just serving clients and serving endless amounts of clients. So we have to really come back to the beginning. What is it that we want our business to give us so we can live a full life? So put some constraints around your business model that ensures that you have that desired work-life balance and what that means for you. For some of you, it will mean working 20 hours. For some of you, it will mean working 40 hours. You decide. The next constraint that we need to put into our business in order to ensure that it gives us this work-life balance that we are always looking for is that we need to release the pressure to conform to 
industry standards or industry expectations and we need to focus on building a business around our own unique strengths and talents. So we need to identify what is your zone of genius? What is your unique skill set where you have a deep area of knowledge? We need to identify the tasks and activities that you excel at and that you enjoy the most. And then we structure a business around that. And then we delegate or we outsource the other tasks not within your zone of genius. And this allows you to maximize your efficiency and your satisfaction while minimizing unnecessary stress. And if you go back into last week's episode, I really talked about narrowing down and getting a focused service offering. And this speaks to working out what your zone of genius is, working out what your area of specialty is so you can focus your service offerings and become known as an expert in your area of specialty. So that's the second constraint that you need to wrap around your business, really narrow in what you are good at and base your business around that. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me. I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. And then the other constraint, the next constraint that we need to put into your business to achieve more of a work-life balance is knowing who your ideal client is. To clearly define your target audience is to know your ideal client understand their characteristics, their values, their preferences, what they are looking for, how they're looking to work. Understand what they are looking for in a service provider and especially one who specializes in a particular area. This clarity will allow you to attract clients who align to your working style. So you're not just trying to deliver services to them you're attracting clients who align to the way that you want to work. And then it becomes far more enjoyable to be working with them. So identifying and aligning that ideal client with the way you want to work, your work style. So don't be afraid to set boundaries and politely decline work with clients who don't align to your values, who drain your energy and who expect you to forever be on tap for them and jump to their every need. You need to find the clients, apply some constraint around who you work with. The next constraint that we need to put in your business in order to achieve a more manageable work-life balance or implement a business that works for your lifestyle is how I like to define it, is that we have to have a really strong value proposition. So craft a compelling value proposition that communicates the unique benefits and the value that your business offers to your target market. So what is the unique business services 
that you offer your ideal clients. And by clearly articulating what sets you apart from your competition and how you solve the problem of your ideal client and how you meet their needs, you will attract clients who truly appreciate the value of your expertise. And this alignment will enhance your satisfaction that you get from your business and it will increase the likelihood of building long-term mutually beneficial relationships with your clients who will turn into returning, raving and referring clients. So don't be afraid to be really clear around who you're working with because those clients will be enjoyable to work with and they won't demand your time, freeing up your time so you can have a fulfilled life. So the next constraint I want you to think about is establishing really effective communication with your clients and your team and enforcing some boundaries. So set clear expectations and boundaries with your clients from the get-go. I've done an episode on the podcast here about onboarding and onboarding new clients is all about communicating your boundaries and setting the expectations from the get-go. I'll put a link in the show notes to that episode about onboarding that you can go and have a, a listen to that episode. But this is what this constraint is really talking about. Communicating your work hours, your response times, your preferred methods of communication. And when you communicate these boundaries, you establish the guidelines for working with you upfront with your client. And then you can manage your client's expectations because you've already communicated these boundaries of how you work. And then you can you can say goodbye to this feeling of overwhelm or that you are constantly on call for your clients or you are constantly jumping through their hopes and responding to them or feeling the need that you have to respond to them for that matter. So this is really important that you effectively communicate upfront and early the boundaries that contribute to a healthier work-life balance for you. You don't have to communicate to your client that you're setting these boundaries so you have a life. You don't have to say that at all. But the result of putting this in place, of putting boundaries and communicating that effectively with your clients will contribute to a much healthier work-life balance. And then constraint number six that you need to implement in your business is to regularly evaluate and refine your business model, your target audience, your service offerings. As you gain more experience and insight to who you work with and what is the service and the value that you provide to them, you'll discover new ways of optimizing your workflows and the ways that you work and therefore it will optimize that work-life balance. You'll be able to get really clear about that. So stay open to evolving your business with a better way of working, establishing better workflows so that it works with your personality and it works with your personal and professional goals. So always be prepared to 
evaluate, refine, evolve the way that you work. Always looking at your business model, who you're serving, what you're doing, what you're offering, how you're doing that. How is that workflow coming into play? How are you delegating? How is the team working with that? It'll also provide a much better work-life balance for your team when you apply these constraints to your business. So building a business that supports your desired work-life balance requires intentional decision-making and a focus on what really, truly matters to you. By getting clear on your business model, working within your zone of genius, within your skill set, and really honing in those skills, by attracting your ideal clients and really getting clear about who you will say yes to and who you will say no to. And when you can create a business that allows you to really thrive personally and professionally while enjoying a fulfilling work-life balance, that is the ultimate space that we want to get to. Then we will be able to put our foot on the accelerator and have speed up our growth at times and then pull back at times. But it will all work in synchronicity with our personal lives. We won't have to sacrifice our family, our freedom or our finances for our business. But it does require us to put some constraints in place and really start intentionally making decisions that builds the business that works for your life and not thinking that you have to make your life fit in and around your business. And it's not a it's not a one and done thing, right? So work-life balance is an ongoing process that requires us to regularly evaluate and adjust. Monitor your progress, reassess your priorities, and make the necessary changes to ensure that your business continues to align with your desired lifestyle as you grow and evolve. If you've got a family, your business will grow and evolve as your family grows. You will go through different life phases as your kids grow. You will go through different life phases as your parents age. There is a whole lot of things in our personal lives that will grow and happen around us, for us, with us. And it's just ensuring that your business is always aligned to your desired lifestyle. What is priority for you right now? How does that translate into your business? And then evaluate, monitor, adjust. That's a continuous, ongoing process. But I also recommend that you seek some support and get some accountability for what you are doing. You know, as service providers, we love being in service to our clients, which is why we chose this particular business model is a service business model. So we potentially need someone to keep us accountable to continually putting constraints in our business in order to maintain our work-life balance. So surround yourself with like-minded entrepreneurs or join business communities when you, where you can share experiences and exchange ideas and receive support. Keep yourself accountable. Um, share what you're going through. Other people have been exactly in the place that you are now. So engage 
in a mastermind group, engage in mentoring programs, or work with a business coach who can provide valuable insights, accountability, and guidance to help you maintain that healthy work-life balance. And you want a business coach who's not going to just recommend productivity tools and time management systems and all of the things. We actually, you need a business coach who is going to take a look at your business model. What are the constraints that you are putting around your business so it fits with your lifestyle and that you grow your lifestyle and your business in synchronicity, not in isolation of one another. If you are looking for a business coach or you want to talk about how I as a business coach can help you in working on your work-life balance, then I encourage you to come and book a scale strategy session with me. The link is in the show notes. It is sandrajulian.co forward slash scale. This is a a free session where we look at where your business is now, where you want your business to be, what are the bottlenecks, what is holding you back in your business right now, and then we will look at what is the plan moving forward. And if one of your things is work-life balance, then we can take a look at what is the plan to apply some constraints in your business to help you reassess your business so it fits with your life and how do those two things how does life and business go together in synchronicity all right my friend I invite you to come have a chat book a call with me the link is in the show notes sandrajulian.co forward slash scale before you go today I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.